0: we're live. Hi, Sue. Hi, Tom. What's wrong? You're like smiling no, like I a took, Jessica. cat. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's just, that's a loaded question. <laughs> 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 just...
0: Now you're just making it more suspect. Okay, okay and...
1: so I just took, I just took my vitamin D tablets, but I've got a root canal issue and every time I swig water, I get pain. But because of the lockdown, I can't get my dentist appointment. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I've got toothache.
0: Okay, fair enough. They didn't
1: think of that, did they? Uh, did they? Uh, you are locking down, obviously you have to, it's for safety.
0: But... Dentist is probably the worst place to them walk because your mouth is open, you're breathing. Yeah, no, for real. There's it's bare not, liquids. It's not like... smart.
1: <laughs> the joke is, though, I've, I was waiting for that appointment for two months. Yeah. But prior, and the day before you, they told me, oh no, we have to, I was like, you're joking. Man. You even
0: switched dentist as well. <laughs>
1: I need this root canal. Anywho, that's why, that's why I was smiling.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to take these headphones off because it's mad echoey for me. Um, okay, so I guess today we're revisiting what was our first four episodes and what kicks this whole podcast off.
1: Yeah, I suppose, let's just pretend that the last month we haven't, you know, that, that we've been putting out regular content. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the last one we did was the corona, like, just, I, I guess, lockdown. No,
0: and... there's an unreleased episode that we haven't released yet, yeah, which we might release dumb. at the same time as this.
1: No, it was a bit dumb, though.
0: No, but I enjoyed recording it. Well, though. yeah,
1: but it was, anyway, but yeah, so, the last thing we that we, that is on... Um
0: you seem so not motivated. No, also.
1: just just it's just a, it's just weird, isn't it? Like the last half it's been like a month, right?
0: Yeah. I so, guess yeah, just adjusting to to the well, current situation Well little did we know
1: we'd be in this for the long haul. Well we did, didn't we? Yeah. But and i totally I think we need to do this for another eight weeks if if I'm honest. But um I don't know, it's just felt like what can you say? What can you talk about what can we talk about that that is a value that provides value to people during this time that gives people enough respite but also is not it's not just entertainment for entertainment's sake where you know we're just trying to numb ourselves from the situation you know that was kind of where my head was at
0: yeah where well, your head i certainly wasn't there i'm always happy to talk even if it's like a, it's not talk nonsense <laughs> i'm you know Always up for a good time, um,
1: but yeah, I feel like this time now I've had a kind of uh, what's the word?
0: A break, or a hiatus. burst, a
1: burst of inspiration, where it's it's occurred to me that I've been doing Ramadan for two weeks, and I thought, oh, maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? Before we that get was what that's why that's why we started this whole thing back in 2018,
0: right? Yeah. Well, okay. I guess let's link what we've just spoken about with the topic of this um podcast today yeah what
1: are we calling this one today? no
0: well it's just um, i don't know 2020 update or something
1: 2020 update
0: but okay so this is, you've been fasting for how many years
1: mm. since i was 14 and i'm 28 that's 14 years good maths <laughs> yeah. yay for me <laughs> how did i not just answer that straight up i had to do the math yeah 14 years
0: yeah so okay so in your 14 years have you ever fasted during a quarantine
1: <laughs> <laughs> funny enough no <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> and how oh, you
1: bless it's gonna be like 14 year olds that are doing,
0: doing it, for it for the for first, the first time.
1: time in their quarantine
0: what is 14 the typical age no when no 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 i'm start? just saying oh, okay. you
1: start when you want
0: yeah
1: i mean you're supposed to start when you want to not when someone tells you to. Yeah. It's you're forbidden to make children fast. Like children are forbidden from fasting. But then if you become like a teenager and you're like, Yeah, you know I could do this, you can.
0: Did you feel like there were sharp elbows, which was like, Are you gonna do it this year? No, or, or no did one, you
1: like... no one. I surprised everyone in my family, like that it was like, Yeah, sure, you're gonna do the whole month, yeah, whatever. And then I just did. Oh, so you weird. didn't?
0: You didn't like ease your way in? You're Hell just no! Like I it. no,
1: I was like, because that's typically what happens. Like you turn fourteen, fifteen, whatever, and you obviously if you're in a Muslim family, you know, you're potentially your parents are doing it, so you're thinking, oh, you know, maybe I could try a, a day or two, and there's encouragement to to just try it. The same way I currently I encourage you. Yeah. Like if if you're near me, I'm you know, and I'm doing it, you know, it's nice if you're doing it or someone else in your around you is doing it. But it's not a pressure thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, no one asked me to. And I just thought, okay, that's coming up. Um, let me see. And then I just did it the whole month. I don't know. Um, I don't know what came over me. I It was probably the easiest one yet, though, because that was in October. I remember that.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you could explain, because <laughs> obviously it moves forward every so it's two years.
1: It's the lunar calendar. So it's um, the, uh, you know, when there's a new moon, I mean, basically every non-Western culture like has like a like Chinese New Year and Islamic New Year and, you know, there, there's like uh, a different way of, of predicting, of um, tracking time. Yeah. And obviously like the moon is like a constant. So that's that's how things are done. It's like there's Islamic months, so there's like months of the year that are uh, determined by the moon. And because of that, the the calendar is not what's the word like static so it moves with the um, the lunar months so the month of Ramadan or Ramadan uh, is kind of it changes each year so it kind of moves up around 10 days each year so I started in October when I was 14 what was wrong am I not
0: yeah. I'm not talking about Stay now. closer.
1: Sorry, sorry. Um, so yeah, so I started in October uh, as a 14 year old, and then when I turned 15, it was kind of mid-October, coming into the end of September, and then it's just kind of moved up through the months: September, August, backwards. So now we're in uh, we're in April, May, and so yeah. So when I was 14, I did you know a kind of winter month almost. And every year, it's got harder, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and the, obviously, the hardest months being, uh, you know, July, August, where you are breaking your fast like half nine, ten, and now it's around eight thirty. And because I am coming, because because we started in April and we're mo- like obviously moving into May, it's actually getting harder as the month goes on. So I started doing it at like maybe eight eight twenty five. And now um, I'm doing it at 8.40 and then tomorrow i will be 8.41 or whatever. So two weeks in, it's around the 8.40 mark and it'll probably get to eight fifty nine. 9.00. I guess you're going to
0: feel a significant shift when it gets to um, past the clock changing. For sure, <laughs> for sure.
1: But that's not going to happen for a couple of years, Yeah, right? that's like so two, that three be, years away. Yeah, and then it'll feel like, wow, okay. Because at the moment it's about an 18 hour day. And it's just been like that for a few years. And then, yeah, when it shifts, when it goes back to that kind of 10, 11 hours, man, it will be like a breeze. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. So everyone around the world right now that's fasting has is doing it for different times. Um, and that's just what the UK is dealing with at the moment.
0: Yeah, uh, and well, then I remember I'm seeing that article like last year with the people that are in um, the Arctic Circle, because obviously the summertime in yeah. the Arctic Circle, they've got like 23 hour sunlight and
1: (laughs) and so for them that so it's all about intention like if you're intending to fast and it's just not possible to do a 23 hour fast I mean some of them do and then if you feel like it's not healthy for you or your doctor said otherwise or whatever um you can choose the nearest most reasonable time so where's the the country closest to me that is you know doing an okay day or they just go straight to Saudi Arabia um Saudi Arabia of course is where the um the site of Mecca and Medina are like kind of holy sites not a holy country at the moment though yeah but um oh shots fired shots fired <laughs> <laughs> duh I mean that's isn't that obvious you didn't
0: get time to duck from isn't that, that obvious <laughs> before we get into all of that but yeah
1: what were you saying so like yeah you know Ramadan, whoop, whoop 14 years
0: yeah
1: first one in quarantine
0: so how has it been again
1: uh, you're full of these loaded questions you know (laughs) no just
0: i'm I'm really intrigued because i'm i'm very aware that this is like a very unique experience for
1: well how let's let's go back a bit go on how why are you asking like it's interesting that you're asking me that when you're married to me and you live with me and it's like you don't know the answer to that why do you think you don't know the
0: answer to that no, because it's a personal experience for everybody. Like you get, you like I've seen from being with you. Each time you fast, you get different things out of it spiritually. So I'm just intrigued to see if different conditions and different, like for example, you're not working at work and you're going about your days differently. You're at home. I wanted to see if that's affected you. Personally. No, no, no. But I'm
1: asking like how. um Outwardly you've, you seem yeah, fine. You've seen anything.
0: Outwardly you seem like it's the the same, but I'm just intrigued if like if it's helped put a spin on like your spiritual experience of, of fasting.
1: Yeah, I've, i I'm still deciding what this quarantine thing is doing to me. <laughs> like, I suppose we're all thinking that aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> is this making is quarantine making me a better human being? Am I gonna come out of this a better human being? Or am I gonna come out of this feral and I'm not sure which one <laughs> like
0: I guess in some sense it could be seen as like the ultimate fast because like you are literally like saying no to like the the, the world's on pause
1: yeah and so it's a concept in um, the last ten days of Ramadan that you uh, kind of retreat you go inward um, some people will go, and there's a term for it, I'm not sure, I can't remember the term, but you, some people elect themselves almost, to like decide to step away, almost like a, like a monk, and go into, instead of the monastery, it would be the mosque, and go into the mosque and live there for 10 days, and just be in, in that space, uh, you know, you're just there, break, you know, you break your fasts, and then you're in prayer and meditation for the entire time for 10 days. And obviously the 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 value of that is to retreat from, you know, distractions and you know, not have your phone and not have all of this sort of temptation and stress. And I guess that's what we're in now where I don't have the temptation of temptation's not the right word. But like
0: I mean, <laughs> there depends. are some temptations in terms define of like binge watching. T- define more. <laughs>
1: temptation because yeah, but I feel like i don't have the i guess my normal routine where i'm distracted by i don't know gossip at work or negative people on the you know on public transport or i don't know just like negative stuff going on around me i'm i'm in the sanctity of my home yeah but you know we're, we've got everything at our fingertips anyway so you know if i want to f- Find that negativity. All I have to do is go on Twitter, or you know, (laughs) social media. (laughs) I deleted Twitter like a while ago, anyway, but because it just made me feel bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, like and exactly the news. Every time I go on the news, I'm I'm like, sake. So, um, you know, in that sense, it's still challenging. It's still a challenging month for me. Uh, I feel like I almost miss the routine of or the normal challenge of being able to maintain a normal work schedule you know getting up doing the nine to five as normal but then you know i was up at four three a.m breaking my you know um getting ready to fast and in prayer and all that kind of thing so you kind of lose sleep but it's almost like you're thriving off of the the adrenaline of the challenge yeah of you know can i maintain this routine can i maintain this life which you're expected to do you're expected to you know, maintain your normal responsibilities and duties as a, you know, um, as a pers- as an employee, as a parent, as a spouse, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, take care of your home, take care of your situation, take care of your job, but also have this whole thing of, oh, you're not allowed to eat and drink. You're not allowed to partake in the normal stuff you usually do and, and see how that goes for you. Like what comes up for you, what is brought up for you, um, obviously, that's you know that's hard. it's it's hard every month, but you get into a rhythm, you get into kind of flow, like a flow state. I just don't have that this month. like there is no flow, there's no flow to go into. I should also mention, um like, so like, yeah, like quarantine, like you're everyone's just in that situation, aren't they? like everyone's kind of out of flow. then there is no routine. Yes, you're doing the job. Yes, you're you know maintaining your heart, your home, you're cooking meals or you're spending time with family on Facetime, or whatever. But it just doesn't feel the same. So it's like everyone's going through it, but I'm saying that you know we're all. It's just different when you're fasting on top of it. Mm. it's like, what is my, what is my challenge? And then we were talking to um, our friends and and they're 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 going of they're fasting and this was prior to Ramadan, he was saying how, like, what, what about if it's actually the challenge is not, can you maintain a normal routine? What if the challenge is, can you, can you, like, actually spend this time to look inward and get honest with yourself about, like, what, who you are and, like, what, what you're about? With all these distractions taken away, like, what is left? And that's just been, sort of, the thing that i've been rooting myself in is actually just okay nothing nothing else around me is really changing i'm in groundhog day so what can i do about myself like what can i do to change and you know i don't know does that make sense
0: yeah i kind of get you i feel like there's a i i get a sense of like confusion and like not feeling like you've got your bearings just nope (laughs) it's like you're halfway in and it's like
1: yeah i'm halfway in it feels like but i don't know part of it's too is like i um my my sleeping routines off like i thought you know let me because okay yeah we're
0: on two different schedules we're on two (laughs)
1: yeah two different schedules (laughs) where i'm going to bed at 4 a.m and then getting up at 1am, 1pm and like that's just not doing it for me. And then but obviously once you're in it you, it's like hard to get back out of it. Uh, so there's that cuz and the reason I'm doing that is that I um the kind of last opportunity to eat something and drink something is at sort of 4am, half 3. It's the last night was like 3.33 or something, which is the break of dawn. So you're you're fasting from the break of dawn to sunset and you know my intention was well you know if i if i just kind of shift my routine then i've basically got a normal day and it's really not a normal day because even if you're doing that you're not really i don't know i'm just not alert i'm not myself i'm like i feel lazy i have like full eight hours but i just don't feel like i have so i think for the next half i'm going to try and change tactics and you know get my shit together
0: What? wake up at like seven in the morning
1: yeah, like normal work day, just yeah. normal kind of routine. I dunno, maybe that's the trick.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Um what do you hope for in in this remaining half? Like from a spiritual standpoint or something that. Yeah. Yeah. She's Sorry, stuffing her face mean, with chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> just like...
1: Let me just tell you about my eating, yeah. So normal dinner, like normal. And, like two years ago, when we did that recording, I was eating everything, yeah, let's just say i've gone through some I've gone through some shit, and I'm intolerant to, so to like a few a few things now, like quite a few things, <laughs> so I'm just limited to like a really kind of boring dinner. <laughs> you did great you did great uh, boring dinner
0: i've been slaving away. i want away dominoes
1: for you. i want dominoes
0: i've been slaving away for you like i made you amazing I want oxtail dominoes. today i made you lamb with like sweet potato mash like
1: just i'm talking about the ones i did <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying like basically i have one i have one meal and then i like treat myself with like chocolate but like I can't have dairy milk I've got to have this expensive stuff but then you bought this like orange one tastes so nice anyway
0: but um, yeah in terms of hopes what
1: am I hoping for okay so like I don't know how to say this but this month this month like so coming into it I was like okay what what what's gonna what's what it has to be for me if I can't if I can't maintain normal life What it's gotta be is how can I look inward, like on a real level and get honest with myself about everything. And I think I'm like halfway there, so I'm like on track. But an example of that would be like, and it's funny, like I haven't listened to the the last ones and I suppose anyone listening to this, if you wanna listen to baby Tom and Sophia from 2018, talking about ramadan um i don't know i can't remember what i was saying then but i don't i don't whatever it is i'm sure i don't feel the same (laughs) like i just don't i think the person that was fasting then and the person that was fasting the year before that and for the last 14 years has been fasting sincerely but like like really a personal journey no one's told her to no one's You know no one's said a thing about Sophia's relationship like my relationship with my faith and with God and with like that whole thing was not what it is now in the sense of that was through many kind of avenues uh kind of dictated to me or um it was I was influenced in certain ways or I was brought up in a certain way where that was what I knew and that was what it was. And that's, you know, and then I kind of tried to take it on as my own. OK, I'm Muslim. So then this is OK. So I want to I want to be a Muslim now and this is what it's going to mean for me. And I practiced my faith in a way that I felt like was doing the right thing by everyone and was, you know, sincere from what I knew that's just how I knew to be a good person was by basically pleasing other people do you understand
0: yeah on, I'm listening sorry
1: um and yeah and then since 2018 funny enough because like last year we didn't like obviously we didn't um do a Ramadan podcast last year because we didn't pick it back up but I reckon if we had done one last year it would have been basically nothing to say like I just got through that. I just I just went from A to B, no reflection, just I literally just did bare minimum of like fasting, breaking my fast Like, I tried to get into it spiritually, but I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it. And that was that was a, just a reflection of where I was at spiritually. And really contemplating like, what am I doing this for? Like I just I, I'm doing this because I feel like I have to because I, I say I'm Muslim and like that's what it is, but what am I doing this for? And this year, and then, because, and going back and forth, but basically from 2018, funny enough, a lot of shit has happened. And it's it's been a lot of, like, pause for thought and pause for reflection about what I actually believe versus what I've been sort of told to believe by my culture, by my family, by my, uh, kind of, the, the things that I'm... I'm taking in, you know, what, what is it that I actually like want to believe? And when I say that I was trying to kind of, for the last 14 years or whatever, it doesn't mean to say that I was just doing it because I was told to, but it was like, I was trying to foster my own version of my faith of like, or my own spiritual path or spiritual walk. But it's hard to do that if you're influenced by so many other things, and you're not thinking critically about what it is you actually believe. Does that make sense? So it's like I was trying to forge a path within all of the indoctrination. Yeah. If that makes sense. And like, I really believed those thoughts to be my own. Like, I really thought, well, like, so let's take the, I don't know, what's an example? It's like, I don't know. It's like all blurring in, but like, I would, my approach to my, to my faith was like, it was my own. It was like, this is what I, this is what me, Sophia wants to do with my faith. This, yeah. is, this is the kind of Muslim I wanna be. But then it was, it's hard to kind of differentiate all of the things I would do or think that weren't what I'd actually actively learned somewhere, but what I was just told all the time.
0: I have a question. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's just making me think. Um, do you think that what you've experienced over, like, the past couple of, like, the a year or a couple or so, or however yeah, long a couple it's of been, years. Um, do you feel like that's, like, an inevitable, um, like, process that people go through? Because, obviously, people of faith typically, like, inherit their faith from their family. And then, as they, like, you, you've you transitioned from being a young girl into now a woman, like, do you feel like that was an inevitable part on your journey?
1: I don't know. I can only speak for myself. This, this is all my journey of, and like, this is the thing. A couple of, if you were to ask me that a couple of years ago, I would have said like, what are you talking about? There's nothing to like, who, who cares? Cause I had nothing to learn. I thought I had it all put together. Mm. Um. And in my case, trauma is what brought me to this place of, mm. and honestly, like, thank God, like every time I think about it, I tear up because I think I'm awake now. That's what I think, I think I'm, I'm awake. I'm not just sleepwalking through, this, through the kind of rhythm of, this is what you do, and this is what you think, and this is what you say, and here's how to be a good person. This is what it means to be a good person and if you don't do those things you're not a good person. I think I had a lot of things wrapped up in my mind of like if I don't do x y z I'm not going to be a good person. And my version of Islam was I would like to think kind of very personal. It was it was not wrapped up in culture. I really tried to I really tried hard to differentiate the things I do for culture and the things I do for my faith. Does that make sense? So like for example, wearing a hijab Okay, I'm going to wear it this way. Because this way makes me feel comfortable. This is the this is the way of wearing it that makes me feel comfortable. I'm not going to wear it in that way because that's just what everyone's doing because they're telling me it's what everyone it's te- they're telling me that that's the way to do it and if you don't cover up these areas you're a bad person, you're a bad muslim. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to do the version that makes me comfortable. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I was always trying to forge a version of stuff that was like making me feel okay. But then if you were to ask me what does what do you think about all your friends that don't wear hijab? I was like power to him like no judgment honestly like no judgment of other people, but for whatever reason if I didn't think that I if if you asked me the question what if you took it off? I would say that doesn't sound right. I don't think that makes me a good person. And that's the funny thing is like i I think you get so wrapped up in like what what you kind of the outward actions versus what who you are on an internal level
0: do you feel like you would you were too caught up in like trying to score points
1: yeah, but I wouldn't have called it that. I would have said like I'm trying to do the right thing, yeah, I just I want to be a good person and here and for me, and I still believe that there's. Um, so like my version, and I think we should do a se. I actually think we should do a separate like, conversation about the hijab, like, cause I've, I've got a lot to say on it. Um, but there's, there is just that kind of element of here's all the outward stuff. And I think there's value in that. You, when you go and do something for someone else, that's an outward action. Is it not? Mm. And it just so happens to be a good thing to do you know, you do something, you doing something for someone else does make you a better person. So the, the two are interlinked and my version of hijab was intended to make me a better person and that's why I did it. I'm just saying that like now, two years, like trauma has really un- like blown, blown it apart, like my thought or my, my view of my faith and I'm really grateful for it because, from, from that, I'm now trying to cultivate a genuine, authentic, no ties relationship to my faith. And I've questioned my faith many times. Like I, I think if you were to ask me last year during Ramadan, like I, I would have said I don't. I'm not actually sure if there is a god. Like I don't really know. Like I would really. Have, yeah, I think so. I was just so caught up in my head of like, I don't even know what this is for. I don't get it. Like, what are we doing this? Like, and that was all because I didn't think I was a good person. I thought for all the stuff that was going on, it was making me, like I, all of this bad shit that was happening around me and to me was because I'm a bad person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I had a lot of, a lot of shit going on and like, yeah, so then just going back and forth of thinking about that, and like now I've come back around to, uh, you know, I've I've like soul search, whatever you want to call it. Like this Ramadan for me is like going into it was what, like, what is the relationship I want to have with God?
0: So you feel like this has been the first one where it's like with the new attitude. It's
1: almost. basically whatever that.
0: Or the new outlook, rather.
1: What is that thing in the Matrix, like?
0: <laughs> what thing?
1: Um, I don't know. Just like I've taken the blue pill. Does it make sense?
0: Yeah. So you've like. Like I've just. Like the the reality your...
1: or like the. Um. I don't know what that thing is. The facade.
0: Paradigm shift.
1: Yeah. No. What the thing in Rick and Morty. The simulation. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The simulation was like shattered for me. Of like what, what I think makes me a good Muslim, a good person, a person that's worthy. What I think of other people. Like it. It shattered everything for me. And it's base. It hasn't been like a kind of overnight thing. It was like over time. That's what's happened. Um. So now it's like okay. I need to. And I have been trying to, you know, forge a genuine, like, critical relationship where I'm actually like thinking about what I think the qualities of a good person are, and like, why, why Islam? Like, that was that was my, that was my main question, um, because there was just a lot going on where I was like, if if I say I'm Muslim. Um so I, I I'm Muslim. Um but I don't think other Muslims would like me or I don't I don't know if other Muslims would approve of me or get me or you know this sort of thing and I don't know if I want to be a part of that community that would wish harm on me or would judge me that sort of thing. I've since learned that that was in my head and even if it wasn't I think basically what I'm saying is that I had I had a lot of problems with the idea of being part of a community that was so judgmental. Mm. Um. And the thing is, like, that's no. What what I've come to understand is like that's not on Islam, that's on people.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the same. I was basically falling into the trap of like people thinking Islam is terrorism. That I was falling into that yeah. same trap of like. Well, if people do it and they say they're Muslim, then that means that Islam is this. And, like, for me, an actual, like, Muslim to, to like, fall into that way of thinking, I, I, like, could laugh at it now. But that was, I was really struggling with yeah. that, of, like, being, if I'm part of this community, but this community doesn't love me, what does that say? Yeah. And I've since come to peace with that because, A, like I said, it's, it's a trap, like, that kind of thinking. And it, And it doesn't... People don't represent the religion, like it, and it always was a very personal thing for me. But then I realised, like, you know, actually, it a lot of it was wrapped up in what people thought of me.
0: Yeah.
1: And now it is a very personal thing, like, and it it, inshallah, like God willing, like it it forever will be a very personal relationship. So that's that's the first thing, and the second thing is that that is shared that kind of judgment, like communities judging other people. I mean that's universal that's universal that's mm. that's basically every other faith you can think of and then that's every other culture yeah that's every other culture
0: I was thinking of that TV show that you've been watching um I haven't I haven't personally watched what it myself one? the one with the is it she has Hasidic Jew or I don't know if she's
1: oh yeah you guys have to watch unorthodox yeah just saying but yeah so it's the same but what I'm saying is I and again I don't, I don't know I don't want it to come across as like if you sign if you if you're part of a religion or a faith group you know it shouldn't be something that we expect like okay I'm part of this now so I need to sign up to the judgment that's not what it should be but it is often what happens and I think the reason why is it's wrapped up in culture it's wrapped up in what the culture thinks or what you know what Their family does, so then they they're raised to think that way and that version, and then they judge everyone else that isn't doing that version. So if you're raised to wear a hijab, you're and you you might potentially then think everyone else that's not wearing it is not a good person or is not doing the right thing. That's not. It's just not true. But that's just what you're. That's all you think. Does that make sense?
0: Do you feel like your new outlook has enhanced how? your ramadan experience
1: yeah no i think i wouldn't have had put it this way so for the last year it's kind of been like really like really slow incremental like progress but very very slow like snail snail pace and then ramadan's really like picked it up for me where i've like had all of these revelations in the last two weeks yeah and i will always go back to the the real value that ramadan brings which is that the, the, the opportunity to not take in food and drink, you know you're not you're not taking in water, you're not taking in food, you're not taking in the normal crap you usually do. It really does something to you. It does something to you on like on a different level where you you can't help but be with your thoughts more and like address shit think, that's going yeah. on in your mind.
0: I feel like it goes back to something you were saying earlier in terms of like, um I guess when you do fast, like from my personal, very small personal experiences, like it it really does like I guess sharp and tell me if you agree. It sharpens the senses and it, like it by not eating and drinking, you're not constantly like numbing yourself, so yes. you're able to tap yes. into, um, like as you said, like what you're truly thinking, what you're truly feeling you're able you you put yourself in a position to like basically receive like like insights and and yeah i don't know that's it i think that's
1: a really good way of putting it because it it is that it's more i'm not doing anything as such i'm not i'm not you know i'm not taking a course or on spirituality or like you know watching a particular thing that's forcing me to think a certain way or you know i am just being and you know i guess everyone can learn from that in the sense of quarantine being at home being with yourself particularly if you live alone there's a lot of thinking that goes on and you know ramadan is that time to to remove distractions and you know i will say i am um, i still face the challenge of distractions so just because i don't have a 9 to 5 you know, going in, commuting, all of that doesn't mean I don't have TV and Netflix, Netflix, Netflix and YouTube. you know all the stuff, all the stuff we're doing to numb ourselves now. We're all doing it.
0: All those rabbit holes. You 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 start off watching a video about something, and then you end up watching a video about cats and rabbits. Yeah. And...
1: <laughs> so everyone's you know got that at their fingertips, and in Ramadan it's no different. And when you're fasting, those are things to be mindful of, and. I think just having more time to be and, you know, it's fucking painful <laughs> sometimes, like having those thoughts, having to confront those thoughts or those, or challenge your thoughts.
0: It's a process, no?
1: No, but I'm saying like, actually like coming to terms with, you know, trauma you've been through yeah, or, you know, bad experiences, um, personal attributes that you're not proud of particular times in your life you're not proud of like actually making peace with those things forgiving yourself for things that you've done or said or people the way you've treated others that you're not happy with and actually like taking the steps to move move forward move on I think so much of my struggle has been reminiscing almost or like longing for the version of myself of the past i wish i was just like that 22 year old because she had her shit together that kind of stuff or like i wish yeah i wish i was like that because that would have been better or this this situation wouldn't have happened had i been like this or been like that or done this and then you know just coming to peace with the fact that well that's not gonna happen and i'm actually thankful for what's happened what's come from this every situation because I can only be like I have shattered this the, the simulation there is no version of myself that you know she was who she was that was that was who she was but she didn't have a fucking clue and and she was really immature in some ways and you know she was following a version of her faith that she thought was the right thing cause she was trying to please certain people because she was just trying to please and like i don't have that anymore so it's like okay you can always you know critically like assess how you know your past selves and like okay what can i learn from that or you know often you're like embarrassed by stuff you've done in the past but like i, I was going through a thing of like i've been embarrassed by bare shit that i've done in the past but also like i wish i was that person again and just coming to terms with that and like making peace with you know that's not who i am anymore and it's okay
0: i was um, gonna say so it seems like um you've done a lot of looking back do
1: you, no but do you, do you know what i mean though am i alone in thinking that
0: no like i i get where you're coming from but which is kind of where i'm going with my next question um because i feel like as you said like it sounds like you had like you previously had like the perfect ideals in your mind of what you thought things should be like, how Mm -hmm. you should be and whatnot. And now you've obviously come through this process um and have arrived at a new position. So I guess looking forward or looking to today or going on like going on from now, do you feel like you have like a new set of aspirations and if so are you able to summarise those? Because I feel like, yeah, like as you said, you've you've mourned the loss of what you had before. Yeah. But what what about you now? Like you now is probably more yeah, important that's more I can than, work on now. <laughs> more important than the previous version. Obviously, you can take inspiration or take the good bits, discard the bad bits, learn from the lessons and stuff. But what do you think you can take now? What what sorts? No, and I you don't have to have it like, worked out. But what sorts of things yeah. do you feel like you're zeroing in on in terms of like? this is the this is the these are the things i'd like to work on over the next like five ten years or so i don't know
1: yeah i feel like so like the version of myself was at peace but she also hadn't been through anything like she hadn't been through shit really um so you know i think i think i was more just kind of longing for to be at peace with myself and actually like love who i was um but i actually thinking about it i was i didn't love who i was then it was very conditional it was very conditional it was yeah you love yourself because you're doing this this and this and you wear this and you do this and you say this and you you know so it was a lot of that so for now it's like honestly the the challenge has been and will continue to be how can you love yourself with no conditions Mm. like truly accept yourself with no conditions I don't have to be a certain kind of person or do a certain kind of thing. I just am, and that's enough. Um, and and also for me, I've really tried to think about what do I think a good person is. Because, like whether you're a believer in something or you're a, you know you're, you're not a non-believer or an atheist or agnostic, whatever, I think we all share the same value of well, I hope we share the same value of you want to leave this planet in a better state than when you came into it, right? And what does what does that entail? That entails doing good things, right? That entails being a good person. And I basically was trying to think about what does that mean to me? What does a good person mean for me? Um, and f- I'm still kind of figuring it out, but I feel like a lot of what I had a lot of my identity was an ego trip, basically, um, which is ironic because we had a whole episode on ego and like for years I've been stu- like studying ego and trying to understand it. But I think my actual identity, like who I thought I was, was an ego trip. It was like I do these things, I don't do these things. This is this makes me this kind of person, and that's just that's ego. If that's not ego, I don't know what is, you know, mm. and. I think my version or, like, my understanding of what good, goodness is is no is just no ego, just doing things because it's good, because it's a good thing to do, not because it makes you some kind of person or this, you know, this kind of character. Um, so I think my hope for the next two weeks and my hope for going forward is that I basically take a step back in terms of, like, what I say I do and... um the kind of Muslim I want to be and just try and be a good person because that is what a good Muslim is. And that's why I always say like um like when we we're talking about, you know, us getting married and stuff, I was like, you're one of the best Muslims I've ever met. <laughs> right? Because and you're not Muslim, but it's just that idea of like what is what are the actual like characteristics of a good Muslim person? And You'll find that there's so many people in your life that are Muslim, they just don't know it. <laughs> like, in that yeah. sense, you know, you're Muslim with a small M. And I want to, I just want to try and focus on that kind of stuff right now. Yeah. And like, one, I just want to be an honorable, you know, kind, generous person. And I don't know, there might be people that already think that that's why I am. I don't, I don't know. I thought I was that, but. I think that was an ego trip. I don't know. I want to just take a step back and just go sit the fuck down, Sphere, and just get on with life. You like, don't just... need
0: to humble yourself completely. And I feel I mean... like I need to. I feel or like not...
1: I need to start from zero. Wait, that's the
0: wrong turn of phrase. I, I... I need
1: to start from zero and, like, anonymity almost. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, don't... I don't want you to know yeah. shit about me. I just want to do the right thing.
0: I was going to say, I don't feel like you need that to completely, sense? like, take yourself out the game and, like, put yourself in the, like, like tie him out or in the naughty corner or something no like, I <laughs> naughty like, corner no but uh, you're still <laughs> what,
1: where, what is that corner <laughs> no
0: but I mean because it's like I feel like don't necessarily like lament like your past woes and stuff by all means like learn from it but I, I don't feel like you should reprimand yourself too much no that's no what that's what I was asking I'm doing. like that's what, what I'm do doing. you want to do going forward I think what
1: what I was trying to say was what, I, what I'm trying to say is I want to start from zero like What I will, like, what I actually admire about the 18-year-old me, or the, you know, the 19-year-old me. Basically, the girl that was at uni was, like, she wasn't perfect, but she was trying. She was trying, like, and she didn't have it together, but she she was trying to be a good person. And you could argue that she didn't do very much then, or what did she do? What difference did she really make? But I feel like the sincerity was there, like, the... I don't know, just the and, uh, do you know what's important? And this is the difference, is that she no one knew she was Muslim. That's the thing. I think you had to ask her. Whereas now it's quite clear. And I think I have I have an issue with that. I take issue with that because being visibly Muslim I don't think is healthy for me. I don't I think it's an ego trip. I feel like when I was you know no hijab like you couldn't really tell um, I was really striving to understand my faith and like you know get to know things and try and do good things and notwithstanding all the problems I mentioned earlier about who I was doing it for let's forget that but I'm saying just in terms of how I appeared to the world I was left to my own devices I really was and then it wasn't until I put on a hijab and went out into the world that I was suddenly kind of expected to be a certain kind of person. Does that make sense?
0: I was gonna say, um And
1: I wanna try and remove that expectation. I just want to move in the world and you not know who the fuck I am and I just because I feel like that's where the privacy and the, the intimacy with and in terms of having a relationship with God comes is for me at least is just it really, I really want to go back to that personal relationship, I was gonna you know, say, where there yeah. is no kind of outward expectation of me where I just want to just do me, yeah. and that's what I mean about starting from zero and, like, taking a sit down
0: just not, on that, yeah. like, without going it too deep into it, because that's a whole topic in of itself which um, we can do? yeah, mm,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> why are you hesitating?
0: no, because I know how much heat around that like, is that's not, like
1: I just don't care. Like don't care. it's
0: just so much. Like you, t- I've seen the, the comment section when it comes to those type than that. But that's the thing, and topic. that's part of that's and part
1: I'm of just... the reason why I'm like <laughs> it is problematic. Yeah. But yes, sorry. I, I'm
0: borderline lost my train of thought, but I think I was gonna say something along the lines of like um worrying about the outward pressure. Yeah, um Like that's not necessarily something that. Do you really have to take heed of what people might say or what people might expect of you if when like when you are wearing hijab, like right? it's just What do you mean? Oh, it's 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 really complicated. Oh um,
1: like wouldn't it be nice if women that choose to wear the hijab could just be left alone to get on with life?
0: No, well, I'm not saying, because obviously that's being idealistic. Um, I no, mean, it's
1: not. That should just be what happens. Yeah, no, I mean. That's the problem.
0: I, I get, and yeah, it's sad that I even said that. That I'm, yeah. I I, can feel the the, the sadness yeah. <laughs> <all> rising <laughs> up that I just said that. Because, like, I guess now I'm trying to be a realist and, like, being, like, not trying to be naive and all that jazz. Because like, Muslim just,
1: women out there are, like, that cover their hair or, you know, wear hijab. Wear headscarf they that isn't reality they get it from they get it from non-muslims and then they get it from Muslims they you get know, it from you're know, just very getting weighty it ground. from all angles and that's the problem
0: very very weighty
1: and that's that's why I would love to be able to you know say that that's that's kind of like it would be nice to just kind of you know have anonymity without it but the truth is you just don't you just don't so you know that's that's something you have to like make peace with or like try and like think about what is this doing to me on a spiritual level so i think we should do a separate talk on that that's like
0: it does deserve its own topic but i feel like it does i feel like the aries in you is like yeah i went walking to the fire whereas me i'm just <laughs> like oh allow me i don't need that strength
1: I can just do it no, myself, you know. Wrong, I, can I would, just monologue. I would
0: love, don't get me wrong. I would love to have the conversation, but because I know how like charged it is from both sides, it just feels like. But
1: that's the thing.
0: It's it's like dropping oil into a, a water a water droplet in a hot. I get that. Bat of oil. It's just. I like... get that,
1: but I feel like, I feel like the the question is not like will you get heat for it. The question is. Can value be derived from that conversation? And I feel like it can.
0: Yeah, it just depends what the listener is at and what. Yeah, intention but then also you need to take into account work.
1: that like no one listens to this, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Going back to Ramadan. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Um. Well, what were we saying?
0: <laughs> no, I guess. Okay. Well, now that we've spoken about you, so it, so I'm going to you know, ask you the what question. We're going to say like,
1: was. Yeah. So like. Going into the next two, my hope is like to drive an authentic relationship, where it's not wrapped up in shit, and it's yeah.
0: I guess now my final question, which kind of hopefully will tie this all off in a nice little bow, um, is two weeks from now, mm-hmm. when it's Eid, what what do you think? How do you think you'll feel in terms of like how this year has been for you? in terms of Ramadan specifically over the four weeks or the 28 days roughly
1: I don't know, I'm hoping I'm just going to be thankful you know, grateful um, yeah, I think it is I don't know, I don't know how to say it other than like I really encourage people to try it mm. I think
0: no, I mean like for you personally no, how saying... do you think this edition or this volume of, of your Fasting has will be. Like. Oh,
1: it's the it's one for the books, man. Not because <laughs> not because you know anything p- happened in particular, but because of obvi- I mean, obviously it's quarantine, so that's a unique one. They'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> tell my grandkids. There was once upon a time we did Ramadan in quarantine, <laughs> um, which, by the way, I must mention, is very challenge. It's a very challenging thing to do in quarantine. Because Ramadan is not just about the, the kind of internal spiritual journey, iftar, yeah. but it's, it's so much, so, so much about communal gatherings and charity and giving and volunteering and feeding the homeless and like taking people into your home and, you know, what, like gathering with family, seeing people. It's like Christmas every day. I I do remember feel you said so, that a I couple feel, years ago yeah, like I, it's like chris like when you go when there's christmas you go to your parents house you go like parent you know families get together and they have a christmas dinner it's like that every single day
0: that was my main thought like in the lead, when like in the last couple of weeks of of lent and like in the lead up to yeah. uh, um to easter i just kept thinking because so sad yeah i felt sad because i like so many like muslim people that i know of that i've come across like iftar and like the communal aspect is a really really big deal from what i've been able to derive and i felt really genuinely like sad inside knowing that they won't be able to enjoy that in the same way that they that i've seen previously and it's just yeah uh, like i I just hope that it's not been too dire like and
1: no i mean there's obviously and oh god yeah i mean also
0: like, like for those obvious. like extroverted people like this must be real like my heart goes out to them <laughs> and they but must be also feeling part
1: it. of ramadan is so like the communal gatherings and stuff but also communal prayers so people going to the mosque praying together mosques like packed every day every single prayer five times a day and that's no longer there either so communal prayers and like you know kind of the blessing of being around other people for the same cause you know it's no longer there so you know people are going through it it's a really kind of strange time um, just a
0: quick sign Have you have you um gone on any of the virtual iftars or
1: no like, i haven't yet no I... no because i remember you mentioned it and then yeah. i forgot about it no i've just been looking at like lectures i know, I know people
0: have been like setting up like virtual live screens and yeah. like youtube lives and all, all sorts and i've
1: been watching like virtual life i've been watching live streams of like talks and chats but not yeah. not like that wouldn't that be awkward like we're just eating dinner that's weird oh, no no like... no i'll do i'll do, I'll do. <laughs> but yeah it's that kind of thing i'm like oh this Should is one weird be silent.
0: i saw sure someone will like say something yeah. not just like
1: and then the mosques are <laughs> streaming um like sermons and stuff um uh, but yeah so what was I saying
0: okay
1: what were you saying
0: no i just wanted to know how you'll look how you think you'll look back on it but yeah oh that was it yeah
1: so then there's that and then i guess just lastly the, you know uh i guess that the veil's been lifted almost of like what i think my what i thought sorry i'm not talking loud enough um yeah so the veil's been lifted for me in terms of what i thought my faith was what my relate what I thought my relationship to my faith was um what I thought the characteristics of a good person were and you know what I thought I was so that's been like monumental and I really feel like it's it's just not I mean my relationship is never going to be the same I don't think I don't think I'll fall into those traps again um and you know, I might circle back to doing the exact same kinds of stuff that I did before, but it will be because I decided yeah, not because someone else did or a culture did or you know a certain uh, leader or thought you know thought leader that I respected said so yeah. Um, I think if I do circle back around to to taking on the same practices or the same beliefs, it will be because it it they are mine. And not anyone else's, and for that I'm, you know, I'm thankful for this opportunity to to really be reflective in that way. And I think, you know, I am not the same person, and I'm not the same person that I was two years ago when we recorded those things. Um, and she was really sweet and cute, but she was fucking clueless, and that's that's fine, that's okay. Like,
0: (laughs) I feel like you're being really harsh on yourself. I'm not,
1: I'm not. She like it. It was so wrapped up in what everyone else thought, and I'm just not there anymore. And I think that's a good thing. I th- it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like just accept, like I'm saying. Be, I'm yeah, saying, like be accepting, but not. I'm just like, saying,
1: listen to them at your own risk.
0: Yeah. As I said before, <laughs> don't put yourself in the naughty corner or like. Just... I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just yeah. looking
1: back and going, wow. Like, there's. I mean, that's growth. It's growth.
0: Yeah.
1: In some ways. I'm not, I'm not as like according to her her barometer of what a good Muslim or a good version of myself would be. I'm far away from it. Like she would be judging me right now. Does that yeah. make sense? She'd be judging me for not doing enough, for not being a good enough person, and that's growth to me because I I just have a different perspective on what that is. And that's I mean that's good that's good that's a good thing. So yeah, but thank you for the chats <laughs>
0: yeah, i hope you got something out of it i know it's
1: yeah like, uh, why didn't i just say it do you want me to repeat the whole thing no
0: just <laughs> just... <laughs> but, what, yeah. what
1: have you got out of it are you gonna fast at all well
0: i i tried to do i didn't tell you what um so like when was it yeah earlier at the start of this week i did two days where like i went up until around roughly lunchtime um just like acclimatizing myself thinking okay let me get into this at some point but yeah and i did relatively okay but yeah i just i i will at some point hopefully but i just yeah just surprise me yeah
1: that'll be really cute you should i mean you've done it once you know you know how
0: good
1: it is i'm saying that's what i'm saying to everyone else like just try it for a day do you know what it is you're not gonna have a revelation I mean you might, but
0: you, you probably won't. <laughs> no revelation guarantee
1: No for real. For real. Like for real. But I mean you have to want it and stuff. But what I will say is like, if nothing else, just just saying that you've done it, like that you went a whole day without drinking, water, eating, you maintained your routine, you did all your, your tasks, you you know, you, you managed to continue on your work day you managed to go for the run that you said you would, like exercise and stuff, you can still do if you're feeling up to it. You know, just to say that you've maintained everything whilst doing this challenge, it it reminds you of what you're capable of, it builds confidence, it builds determination, it builds strength, and above all, it builds empathy. Because what you realize is that there are so many people in this world that do this with no choice they go without water they go without food and there's no choice they don't have they don't get to choose what to eat and when they get to eat um and i think for that reason alone it's a really valuable exercise it's a really valuable opportunity to learn empathy learn what it's like for other people in the world that don't have as much as you do so
0: well i guess on that note i guess we'll sign out for now um
1: Ramadan 2020 <laughs> what do we call this?
0: I'd say Ramadan twenty twenty, yeah, update Yeah. Thank oh, you yeah. all for listening. Thanks guys. We've had
1: we've had a few people going. Where are the one calls? Honestly, our fans are just—they're so hungry for it.
0: <laughs> all right. Take care, JK. guys. Jk.
1: Love you all. Bye. Bye.